0: My name is Thomas Malchow. I've been in the fitness industry for over 20 years. I've worked with hundreds of Olympic and professional athletes. I can help you become better at golf. What's up, guys? My name is Thomas Malchow, and welcome to the Train Fully podcast, where we'll dive deep into golf fitness, meeting with professionals, experts, and amateurs from around the world to help you gain an edge in your game. To learn more about Train Fully and our innovative at-home program, go to TrainFully.com. Use promo code GOLF10 for a 10% discount. Today's episode is about swing flaws. Brian Montgomery will join me on the show. He's a teaching professional, and he and I will do a deep dive into the three most common swing flaws he sees in golfers. What I want you to learn from this episode is how to find and fix the root causes of your swing flaws. All right, Brian, thanks for being on the show today.
1: I look forward to being back. It's going to be fun.
0: Well, I love this idea of combining our two skill sets here to help golfers find and fix the root causes of their swing flaws. So why don't you take over here and explain or describe what some of the most common swing flaws you've seen are?
1: Yeah. So, you know, over, I think, 10 plus years of teaching, uh, there's definitely been a lot of things that you see, but it really boils down to some really basic forms that you see across the board, regardless of skill level. Uh, You know, it's, I've seen it in people who are pros and I've seen it from the beginners. Uh, The biggest one I'm sure we'll spend quite a bit of time on, uh, even (laughs) past this point, I know we've talked about a lot, is posture. And, And posture, not just, from the address position but being able to stay in that posture throughout the entire golf swing obviously it moves but you still want to keep that nice form throughout the golf swing and how it's moving that's the really kind of the foundation of a lot of things we've started talking about but also the foundation of where the body should really be able to you know perform and if we're not in the right posture from the beginning that's what we're going to see Uh, A couple others, one that really goes within the posture side of everything is alignment. That's uh, one that is, I think, missed more than most whenever it comes to people talking about the faults of the golf swing, because it's a preset. So it's not an actual swing flaw, but it's causes a lot of swing flaws if your alignment is off. And, and so that's, you know, that's a big one. Again, it goes, th- all of these kind of go in line with posture, which is why we'll talk about that first, but uh, alignment is, is the other one. And then the third one we're really gonna take a look at as we get into the in-swing motion is sway. Mm-hmm. If there's one that I've seen more than anything, and there's one that causes more damage to a golf swing when it comes to weight transfer, when it comes to just absolutely nobody in the golf swing at all hands, And just not knowing where anything's going, it's got to be sway. And so that's, you know, just for time's sake and everything, those are the three that uh, kind of picked on a little bit.
0: So as a, as a teaching professional, when you're talking about coming out of posture, what does that mean? Like, what are the most common ways people come out of posture?
1: So, I mean, the biggest thing it's set up is not being balanced. So I talk to a lot of people and especially it's fun to talk with people who have played baseball or hockey um, because, or or even basketball, because the concept of all those have the idea of what you need to have in a, in a golf swing. And, and whenever you set up and address the ball, you want to be in a position of balance. So from, you know, from your head down, you want to be in balance, but you also want to be in a position where if I was to tell you to move and jump up from that position, you could do it athletically and you're not going to have to like lumber through getting out of that position and out of balance. And the reason I mentioned other sports is because if you think of like baseball, if you think of like a shortstop in the position he's in getting ready to catch a ground ball, being able to move quickly out of that position, it's the same thing. Um, whenever I look at it on camera, basically I'm looking to see shoulders, knees and basically the back side of the ball of the foot lined up and that's going to give you that nice rebound and reflex it's going to allow the muscles to be smooth Um, but what happens is a lot of people just kind of set up over the ball and they're not paying attention Um, their weight is either over their toes because they're they're trying to stretch their arms out that's the most common one that you see Um, they're they're stretched out and what happens whenever you're over your toes is now in your golf swing you're going to be fighting balance because you're going to move to the heels and then move back to the toes and it's going to be this large swing
0: so you and i actually recently uh, worked with somebody who had this exact issue that you're talking about where his weight was a little bit too far forward yeah and when i did a an assessment on him I found that he had lumbopelvic hip complex dysfunction, which is a postural dysfunction caused by imbalances around the lumbar spine, hips, and pelvis. And one of those imbalances is or are underactive glutes. So from my perspective, he was setting up with his weight over his toes because his glutes were a little underactive and he was using his, the muscles in his low back to hold him. And so that was setting up poorly, but also then causing some issues with his speed and his sequencing because his glutes then weren't as involved as they should be or were firing a little bit too slow. And so what, at least from my perspective, what we're going to work on with him is getting those glutes fired up a little bit more quickly, get that posture corrected around his hips and pelvis. And then once we've done that, and I hand them off to you, are there drills that he'll be working on like what are you going to do with him
1: yeah so i mean the biggest the biggest thing that once we get cuz it makes absolutely no sense technique wise to try to put him in a golf technique before working on the body because i'm just going to be and i'm sure i've done this in the past before we we met and talked about this stuff but i'm just going to put him in positions where his body's going to fight it and in the end we're going to cause more damage uh than anything else But so once we get the body firing in the right way, the biggest thing that I'm going to work on at first is the address position, getting him from the start where we get him more into the balls of the feet, a little bit closer to the heels since he's not over the toes. And then what the biggest drill I'm going to have him work on is, is a wall drill because what he doesn't have right now is depth in the golf swing. Mm. And this is going to allow, once we get the address position where we're more balanced we get him back farther and more depth in that backswing, his hand plane swing. Like whenever I was looking at it, his hands in his swing plane is really good. But by giving him more depth in the swing, now his body's going to be activated in the backswing and it's going to allow that motion better.
0: Interesting because I had a client recently, a golfer reach out to me because he was coming out of posture. He was extending a little too early. And the issue that he was having was that he wasn't getting enough depth and he wasn't able to maintain the depth that he was getting during his downswing. So that was causing his swing to be a little bit too steep. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he was having to compensate by standing up. So when I did an assessment on this particular golfer, he had upper body dysfunction, which is caused by imbalances in the upper body. It's this forward head posture with rounded shoulders and a hunched upper back and, Part of the imbalances associated with that posture is a reduced ability to retract and posteriorly tip the shoulder blade while externally rotating the shoulder joint, which is what we need the trail side to do in order to get and maintain depth in the backswing. So what we've been working on with him is getting that underlying posture corrected, improving the stability of his shoulder blade and he's been able to stay in, in posture uh, much better than before. The, the root cause of this guy's steepness was a postural dysfunction. So we've been working on that.
1: So I'm guessing, um, since I haven't seen this swing, I'm guessing he was a lot of arms.
0: He was a lot of arms. He was also very athletic uh, as well. So as he was getting squared up nicely. His smash factor was, is 1.5. So it's quite good, but his club head speed's a little bit lower and and it has to do with the fact, I think, that he's having to compensate and adjust and line everything back up. Um, But our hope is that by fixing his posture, we're going to improve the efficiency of his swing, get his speed up, and um, with that smash factor, keep that, and then obviously it's going to make a big boost in his performance.
1: Well, and I think that's the beauty of, everything we're talking about because we're talking about not just the uh, analysis of a golf swing or how the technique of the golf swing should work we're talking about how the body can affect that technique because just because you know the technique or just because you can put someone in that position doesn't mean that the body's going to work with it
0: yeah and it's it's extremely frustrating so i'll give you an example of another guy that I, i worked with recently um this is kind of more to do with the sway but so he was struggling with the sway and had been struggling with this for quite some time he has a swing coach and they're able to identify that the reason he's swaying is because he doesn't have the correct mechanics in both his lower and upper body but no matter what drills they work on he just can't learn the movement it's becoming extremely frustrating for both he and his coach so he reached out to me and we did an assessment and found that he had upper body dysfunction and lower extremity dysfunction. So lower extremity dysfunction is a postural dysfunction that's caused by imbalances in the hips and legs. So one of the imbalances associated with lower extremity dysfunction is an overactive biceps femoris. So this is a muscle in the back of the leg that crosses behind the hip and the knee. And when it becomes overactive, it it becomes tight it becomes more difficult to extend your knee while internally rotating and adducting your hip. Those are the joint actions that we require of our trail leg during our backswing. Right. And so we worked on the extensibility of his biceps from ours. We worked on his underlying postural dysfunction. And then with upper body dysfunction, one of the imbalances associated with that is decreased thoracic spine mobility. So if you have, decreased thoracic spine mobility you mean you're not going to be able to rotate your upper body very well plus you have a tight muscle in the back of your leg that's reducing your ability to extend and rotate well I mean that was the root cause of his issue we worked on his thoracic spine mobility we fixed his underlying postural dysfunction and his sway went away rather quickly and of course he has the help of a teaching professional to put him through the specific drills but suddenly he was able to get the most out of those drills.
1: Yeah, and I I think that's what's great about the combination of looking at it from both angles because that's uh, being able to optimize the golf swing. Uh, the one that the one that I picked that was a little bit more difficult to talk about in a because it's a pre-swing setup position, but I was really interested in your take, and we had some good conversations about it. Is alignment, mm-hmm. uh, and and the biggest reason it can it, it matches with posture, but the big thing about alignment is. A lot of people, a lot of people set up and they think their body should be lining up towards the target and that could not be more to the wrong. It's why people, even if they swing straight, it's probably going to the right of their target um, because they're not thinking I need to aim my club face at the target, which means my body technically needs to be left on the target, if I'm talking about a right-hander, obviously if it's a left-hander flip, <laughs> I gotta keep that in mind. Um, but that's the, the biggest thing about alignment. Now, the other parts of it though, just over the years of working with people with alignment is we talk about the body's functions and, and issues with balance in, in the body. And that's gotta affect just how we see alignment. Cause there's a lot of people like, whenever you tell them to get square as an instructor, I want my shoulders, I want my hips, and I want my knees to be square. They're not square whenever they set up. They think they are.
0: <laughs> well, I have actually an example of this recently. There is a uh, a pro that I work with, a professional golfer that I work with. He usually only reaches out to me when he's in pain. But he messages me one day, he's on the course, and uh, he asks if we can video chat because he's everything's going left and he can't figure out why. And he suspects there's something going on in his body but he doesn't know what it is. So he wants to see if I can see anything. So I call him and head on, everything looks fine. Granted, I can't see the type of detail in the swing that you can see, but from my perspective, a human movement perspective, everything looked good. We go down the line and right away, I can see that he's aiming left. His stance is wide open and that's why everything's going left. And so, okay, well, how about you close up your stance a little bit or square up? And then that's when he feels this tightness in his hip. And this particular golfer has a history of lumbopelvic hip complex dysfunction. And one of the imbalances associated with that postural dysfunction is decreased hip internal rotation. So he was compensating for a lack of mobility in that lead hip by opening up his stance, didn't realize that he was even doing that. And that's why everything was going left. And so he always carries his, his um monster band and his massage ball with them. And so he went to the clubhouse. We worked on his hip mobility a little bit, went back out and everything was fine. So quite often I've noticed that people will set up in a way to right away compensate for the restrictions that they already have. And trying to fix that can be certainly bothersome to the individual. They don't know why they're setting up that way. They just know that it doesn't feel comfortable not to.
1: Yeah, and I know that, Whenever I have worked with people on just alignment alone, there there have been people that, and I know it sounds boring to maybe some people who are listening to this, but I, I there's plenty of people who have taken lessons from me that probably didn't touch a golf ball for the first 30 minutes, and they probably wanted to kick my butt for it. But in, in the end, that's it, it, it's better to do that because we have to get in the right posture. We have to get in the right motion of the body in the golf swing. And one of the tricks that or one of the things I do for alignment at first, just to see where everyone's at. And this is where I've seen, obviously there's a body dysfunction because whenever I set up an alignment rod for the feet and yes, some people throw their feet out, but whenever we're doing this, I have them straighten it out so that we're square. And then I set the other alignment rod where the ball would be. And I have them set up. And that way I can see, are we square? Are we seeing square is a good way of putting it. Uh, And even from the face on view, what you could see from the face on view for people who are looking at home is if you look at your shoulders and you see your shoulders a little bit, you could see it whenever it's open a little bit because it it looks like your trail shoulder is actually kind of dipped down too much or towards you a little bit. And all of a sudden, because sometimes from the down the line, because of your trail shoulder where it's at, it's hard to see that in the camera. So if you look at face on, sometimes you can see that your shoulders are also misaligned. And the reason is a big deal. The reason I picked it as one of the top three flaws for us to take a look at is because if you set up alignment wise wrong from the beginning, it doesn't matter what you do with your swing. You're going to pick up some bad habits in your swing that are going to be hard to fix down the road. And, And so, you know, like, your guy who was hitting left luckily he's pro so he knows he's like this is something's wrong here but there's plenty of people that they set up left but they fixed it over time to hit to the right and if you ever get to a golf course where their the right side is water they <laughs> are freaking out <laughs> um and and a lot of it's coming from from the alignment it's and it's it's very much it's something that is kind of boring it's something a lot of people don't talk about and so a lot of people miss this uh whenever they take a look at it because they're more interested okay where's my grip where's my swing because it's you know it it's kind of like a house whenever you go to work on a house the foundation part of your house is not the funnest thing to be looking at or working on but it's the most important
0: if i'm say 150 yards out. And I want to put the ball right in the middle of the green. What part of my body am I aiming with? Like, how do I know I'm, I'm, I'm lined up correctly.
1: So I have big shoulders and this is kind of a personal preference. I use my lead shoulder as kind of my alignment of where I'm wanting to go with that. And I know that if I'm like 150 yards out, that I'm actually kind of aiming almost 10 yards to the left of that flag with or the middle of the green with my my lead shoulder. It's the part that I can see. Um, now to trust that everything else is lined up with that, that's where practicing at home your setup and making sure your alignment on cameras or mirrors. I grew up with mirrors, so obviously. I didn't grow up with cameras, so I grew up on the driving range putting up big mirrors looking like a doofus at 12 years old that i was out there on a driving range with a big tall mirror but it was all about alignment and so i trust because i practice it enough that my lead shoulder is going to be my guide for how i'm going to line up Uh, other people they trust their feet so they kind of look at where their feet line is at whenever they set up um and and that's that's so those are the two that i've seen the most of very few people I don't know if anybody uses their hip. It's something you can't see.
0: Well, this is a, another example that I have. So this is be both sort of related to alignment and coming out of posture is, um, a golfer. So actually, you and I talked about this as well. So this particular golfer, again, really, I think you have maybe a one handicap certainly scratch golfer at times, um, came to me with low back pain. And when I watched him swing, what I could see is a lot of lateral flexion in his lumbar spine at impact. And that's a dangerous scenario for your lumbar spine. There's a lot of sheer force that goes through the spine at impact, 200 pounds of sheer force. And are if- you're
1: talking about, so when you're talking about lateral force, just so people who are listening might understand this, we're talking about that roll that we've talked about where the, it kind of rolls up on you and now your spine is more up and down. Is that what we're talking about?
0: No, it's more like curving. Like if you were to stand up straight and then take your right hand and just laterally flex and try to bring your hand below your knee.
1: So creating more like a C action.
0: Yeah. And when your spine's in that position, it's not as resilient to deal with the sheer force of the impact of the ball. And so he was having some wear and tear on his spine because of that lateral flexion in, in, in his low back his head was perfectly still like didn't move at all incredibly um, impressive. The reason his spine was flexing when we did an assessment was because he had decreased hip internal rotation. And so literally his spine had nowhere to go, but to bend because he wasn't going to move his head because he's a really good golfer and he knows that that's not a recipe for success. So he was compensating for the lack of mobility in his lead hip by flexing his spine. And so we had to work on his hip mobility. We had to work on the muscles around his pelvis and around his low back to bring everything back into balance and give him that mobility to be able to turn his pelvis around his lead hip so he wouldn't have to flex his spine.
1: Yeah, no, and that's, you know, the posture conversation. I know we've talked about it. We could probably talk for hours about posture alone throughout the entire golf swing because of that. Uh, just because there's a lot going on, a lot of motion, and and 90% of golfers that are out there, they're coming out of posture in their golf swing. And it's, it's why you mentioned the head with him, uh, a better golfer has learned how to stabilize their upper and their lower body, even with the issues he's having. But a reason people's head pop up, which you, you already know, you've seen some emojis come from me about how excited I get whenever I people say their their head popped up. Well, the reason your head pops up is because of what's going on in your body. Uh, and a lot of it has that coming out of posture and coming out of that motion. And that's um, so whenever people see that or they, or they hear my head's moving all over or anything, Really focus. uh, People should be looking at what's going on with your lower body first and and, and seeing what's going on there because definitely coming out of posture somewhere.
0: And you and I have talked about the Harvey Pinnick slow motion drill and how powerful of a tool that is for golfers. Can you describe what that is? I know it's probably a hard thing to describe verbally.
1: Uh, Well, so if I tell someone to go slow motion, um, the amount of times that I've had people – make a full swing and they think it's slow motion and I'm like, you can still hit the ball almost full strength at that speed that you just showed me. Uh, I tell people like, can you make your golf swing in 30 seconds? And think of how long that is to, to make a full swing from, from address position all the way to finish in 30 seconds what you're going to feel whenever you do this is you're literally going to feel your entire body in motion. You're going to know where your wrist is at. You're going to know where your stopping points at, at the top of the swing. You're going to feel your flaws whenever you do this. But the reason that we've talked about a lot, it was beat in my head at a very young age. It's a drill that I've done with anybody that I teach. I teach almost right off the bat how to do this. The reason for that is because it's a drill you can do at home you don't have to have a golf club in your hand to know what's going on with a slow motion drill. And so if you can learn how to make, it's not that all of your slow motion drills are going to be a full 30 second swing, but if you can learn how to do a 30 second swing, all of a sudden you get the idea of you'll feel like, Oh, my hip is grabbing or my shoulder's not able to do that. Or my hands are, maybe I'm rushing my hands too fast in the golf swing. And so you get this immediate feedback that otherwise you're not getting in a swing that's only 1.8 seconds.
0: Yeah, it's definitely part of my assessment with golfers, too, because what I notice, and this is what I did with the the guy that was struggling with the, the sway, is, okay, let's see you do the slow motion drill. Okay, extend your... Trail leg, push that trail hip back now start. Oh, you can't do that. You Oh, I feel tightness in the back of my leg is what he says. Okay, well, there's a restriction right there that you didn't realize because the swing is so fast. Ordinarily, you just compensate around that. So it forces you into your restrictions. And it pulls to the surface your limitations. And so once you know where those areas are, and you combine that with a movement assessment, where we can see where your imbalances and your posture are, then it gives us a clear path to uh, corrective strategy with let, let's do this so let's go over again the three main uh, faults that you've seen starting with the sway there's a couple videos on YouTube that I want you to watch on our on our train fully page to correct a sway the first one is called let me a second here One while I find it these the names that I've made for these videos I realize now as I'm telling people to watch them, how bad some of the names are. (laughs) Um, The first video is called important stretch for golf. So this is going to help improve the extensibility of your biceps from Morris. This will improve the mechanics of your lower body. And the second video is called how to fix a slice at home, which will help improve the mobility of your thoracic spine. And then with alignment, different things can cause different issues with alignment. If you're opening your stance, if you feel like you're opening your stance because your hip mobility is a little bit restricted, what I want you to do is watch the video faster hip turn. And actually in that video, there's a quick little self-assessment that you can do on yourself to see if you have decreased hip internal rotation. And then of course, there's some techniques there to improve it. Um, if you're getting too far over the ball, that could be an indication that your glutes are underactive. And in which case you'll want to watch the video number one exercise for golfers. And then when we have coming out of posture, there's so many different things that can cause that, um, the two that we talked about here is not getting enough depth and to improve the depth of your backswing. What I want you to watch is. uh a video called home exercise for golf and again this is on our train fully youtube channel if you're having an issue with your head popping up um, in your downswing and you suspect that it's because you can't pivot your pelvis around your lead hip then i want you to watch the video how golfers can decrease hip pain and improve mobility now on in addition to that what would be one drill that you can think of or something that they can work on either at the range or at home.
1: So when it comes to depth, because that's uh, one of the biggest things that people miss in a golf swing, if you're getting depth in a golf swing, it means that your shoulders are rotating and your hips are rotating. Um, And it means that your weight is at least towards your heels. It might be too much towards your heels if someone's not watching you. Uh, But the biggest way to get depth is if you put yourself about two feet away from a wall uh make sure it's a wall that doesn't have anything on it (laughs) um but use an alignment rod or you can use your hands and what i want you to do is, is i want you to create like a triangle with your hands away from your shoulders and i want you to rotate and i want you to touch that wall and feel how far back that is and how much rotation it's putting on your body if you can get that depth or that feeling of the depth in your golf swing, what it's going to do is it's going to drive your body to now be more active in that golf swing. There's a lot of things that, yes, we can create too much depth by doing this, but in the end, it, most people are not creating enough depth to begin with. So that's one drill. It's, uh, I call it a wall drill. Basically, you're reaching back. You're trying to stay in posture and you reach back and rotate your shoulders to get to that point. Another drill to do whenever it comes to just posture and alignment, I, and I kind of mentioned it in earlier, but alignment-wise, you want to take your rods, your alignment rods. Please, uh, if you look at most guys who are really good at golf, you see these alignment sticks sitting in their golf bag. I don't care if you are a 30 handicap. I'd rather see a 30 handicap having those sticks in the bag too. And the reason for it is is because you want to use one, line it up with where your ball is going to be. It could be on the outside. I would put it on the outside of the ball just so you know where your target's at, step back, look at it, make sure you're lining up. And then the same thing with the alignment rod for your feet. And now you've created a station for yourself that mentally, you no longer have to worry about your alignment or you don't have to worry about where you're aiming. So now you can worry about other things, but your body is learning how it wants to set up. Whenever you do this, those are the two biggest things. Now with sway, um, I'm cautious with sway. Because me and you have talked about, I don't want to cause anybody injury with sway. Sway, most of the time, especially now that we've talked about it, sway is something that is a problem within the body itself. Um, But the biggest way to get rid of sway is to actually put a chair right up on the lead hip and then do the rotation drill where – And that's something we'll see in the future. I'll put, I'll put something online in the future, but basically you want to feel like your left shoulder is rotating towards the inside of your right knee. If you're a right-handed golfer while keeping your hip on that chair.
0: And this is, this is something that you and I've talked about, and this is really the future of golf fitness. The best way to organize the, your practice, and you can do this at home. This is the great thing about all this stuff is to do the corrective exercise that I directed you to. So like, for example, if your your problem is a sway, I want you to watch those two videos, um, important stretch for golf, and how to fix a slice at home, do the techniques in that video, and then right away, move on to the drill that Brian's describing.
1: Yeah, and I would just be cautious because you don't want to do the golf drill because it's the golf side is the part that people are more allured to. But you don't want to do that drill if your body is not capable of doing it because you could do some serious damage, and I don't want to do that to anyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and this really is the future of golf fitness, Uh, correcting your postural dysfunction and making your movement more efficient and then taking that improved athleticism and then using specific drills to work on specific areas of your swing. If you really wanna take your game to the next level, head over to trainfully.com, pick up the Train Fully Golf Fitness Program. This is the same program that I use with professional golfers to help them improve their performance. If you enter promo code GOLF10 at checkout, you'll get a 10% discount. Thank you for listening. Brian, thank you again for sharing your wisdom with us and we'll talk to you real soon.